Courageous Conversations. We're back. Yay. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> so did you get to spend some time rolling in the flowers? And I did. I did a lot of skipping, a lot of skipping through a lot of flowers. So my heart rate was up. My legs were tired, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, in my my time off, I uh, did a couple of little road trippy things. Um, and then yesterday took a paddle down the Rio Grande. Um, Where the paddles took you. <laughs> <laughs> True that. I did did flip my little kayak. Um, you know, just haven't been on the water in a long time. And the first little drop, if I showed you the drop, you would you would laugh especially rafters out there you kayakers but it was real you think I would laugh I wouldn't I'd be like oh my goodness because (laughs) I don't do water paddling activities at all the most I've ever been on a water Karen is like like I told you before this salt river like college vibes with drinks boom boxes and little donut tubies getting sunburnt and drunk flipped off the tube i i broke a double bet and um lost a shoe lost my mega water bottle which i really bemoan because i like that water bottle the metal one um almost lost my jacket later down the river my dad did retrieve the shoe it was floating it was like a a slider so that was nice uh Um, (laughs) it's all good yeah so refreshing time off and now it is time again to talk about some components of NBC what do you think sounds good to me I know you got some things on your mind share away (laughs) so I've started the fundamentals course again and I have two tracks running one on a Friday and one on a Sunday um And, you know, some questions arise that, that I get over and over in fundamentals. And I was listening to one person and they were saying, you know, what if, um, I have a real fear that my needs and, you know, the person that she was in conflict with, we'll just say sister, um, my sister's needs also, um, that that are are neither of our needs get met because our needs she what she needs and what I need are in conflict with each other. Oh, do you like that one? I like that <laughs> question because you know I have a response. What is it? Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, my response is that uh, needs are never in conflict. It's strategies. Those dang strategies. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it is, it, it is a, you know, it's a misnomer and yet it's easy to make ourselves believe that, oh God, I need this and she or he or they need that. And so we're never going to come together and it's never going to work out. And that's when I want us to slow down and go, okay, well, the needs themselves, they don't conflict with each other. They're just qualities of being. They're just kind of energy floating around everybody needs them but the strategies this kind of juicy way that we get our needs met are where we have conflict so why don't we unpack a couple of situations and give some examples so the listeners can follow us yeah I have a great one because it just came up so um 
I offer like event rentals as right part of one of my services. And as a team member and I, we both go out and we, we get them booked. Um, and one of the things that comes up is like me just needing like communication and kind of just order and how it's done so that we don't double book ourselves, right? If I book something, this person doesn't know, or if he books something and then I don't know, it can create a little bit of, you know, disconnect. So I had shared with them like, hey, I want to um, figure out a way for us just to like, kind of keep the order, like communicate these things. So he was like, yeah, yeah, like, I tell you about it all the time. He's like, and you forget. And I was like, yeah. And I request that you put it in, in a shared calendar so that we both can see it when we need it. And then we were like talking about it and we were laughing, which was kind of nice just to know like, okay, we both knew what we needed. So just the strategy part was kind of funny because we were both realizing like what works for you doesn't work for me. And what works for me clearly doesn't work for you. Um, so I guess we just have to find another way, but yeah. that's what was coming up. And I, so yeah, it was just funny. Let me just see if I got it, Cece. Your needs are communication, order. Maybe like some flow. I don't know if it's flow, but just like. Information flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Information flow. Um, what else? Needs in business do include um, logistics. So it'd be some like, I'd call it logistical flow. Yeah. Cause I was like trying to think like, what else, like, like a clarity thing or something, you know, like clarity Clar being one, just ca calendar clarity. <laughs> so, well, don't throw a calendar in there. Cause you don't know if that's, I know but that is my strategy <laughs> that I will die by. I'm like put it in the calendar. So you put these needs like separate from the strategy on a table, you and your colleague and any other colleague that was working on an event might look at it and go, yeah, we all need that right? Yeah. We all need clarity. We all need logistical or information flow. You know, we need order. Order. <laughs> no one would say, no, I don't need order. I need chaos, right? Not in, not in an organizing field. You know, I would really love if someone said they need chaos. Cause I'd be like, mm, say more <laughs> because I'm, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the popcorn. So so knowing that these needs aren't in conflict, then on the one hand, it's quote easy because, oh, okay, all we have to do is meet these needs. On the other hand, it gets complicated because we have our preferred methods. I'm hearing you really like an electronic shared calendar. I will die by that strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and your colleague, your teammate, what did, what did he like? Likes just communicating it like verbally, like, hey, this is done. But then either way, I still go and put it in the calendar. But I'm like, why am I the one doing this? If you booked it, take on your part in this and put it somewhere where we both can see it. So I like that that put it somewhere. And here's the fun part of playing with strategies is you could say, all right, are you a you know person that likes like a big whiteboard on the wall? Someone that can like, move, you know, Velcro Nerf balls from place to place? Are you? That's fun. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that would get you going and you'd be excited to look at? Because some people are visual in the way of like in their environment. Other people are visual in the way of like, I need it on a, you know, I need it on a device. 
Um, some people like linear, some like Excel sheets, you just kind of be creative with what actually is joyful to you and your teammates. And you might have a couple of strategies that actually work. Yeah. I'm still like, that was a good, that was a great idea. In my opinion, <laughs> that nerf <laughs> one, just throw this at the calendar times dates, <laughs> color <And then> code them. <laughs> could have a weekly meeting that says, okay, so for my ease, I like it uh, to, to connect this, you know, electronically. So um, in this weekly meeting, you take the time to put it in your electronic calendar. Yeah. And I know like, no matter the team strategy, I would still end up doing that. That doesn't really like affect me anyway, just because I know that that's how I remember things. And that's the, where I go. If someone reaches out to me to say, okay, let me make sure that date's available. But at least if I can, if I haven't added anything yet, right. On like a weekly basis, then I have a place I can go and look instead of like going to the person and being like, Hey, is it, did you book anything for this date? And they're like, Oh, you know what? I, I don't know. Uh, Hold on. Let me check my 700 page notebook. And I'm like, I'm going (laughs) To destroy you right now not really but well my question is so so first I'm curious is this person used to working alone are they used to communicating with the team um I would say like more so alone and now getting more familiar with like one leading a team on other things they do and then obviously being a part of my team um and so figuring out the ways that work communication wise. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, I even think like when something first comes in and it's, it's booked, like, Hey, this is confirmed. I do it right away. This person just is like, okay, I remember it. And then seven days later, we'll say, Hey, I'm like, you did this seven days ago. Why didn't you share it on day one? help me understand. Yeah. So it just sounds like two different ways of communicating things and um, getting in the groove of working with each other. So setting up multiple strategies and playing with them, but also talking about what needs are met for you when they're done in a certain way, whether it is the calendar way or it's, you know, a Nerf ball or it's, you know, Hey, hey, my friend, can you do a voice memo and just like talk it into your your text and send yeah. it to me? And I'm happy to log it down. But something that uh, you know, p- being playful with it because now you know what the needs are. You guys aren't fighting over the needs. Exactly. Needs. We're not. We're not even. We're not even really fighting. We're just like, uh, what the heck is going on? Got <laughs> to figure it out, right? So you're exactly. kind of fun, creative. Uh, stage and you're not in right or wrong I mean I heard a little bit of a little right and wrong in your in your uh, in my tone <laughs> why didn't you do it a week ago oh uh, it kind of has a little tinge of right to it it's uh, curious with a hint of petty <laughs> <laughs> just saying um so since you are in that kind of playful stage of it you can still get across like how important it is, how important order is to you, how important communication and clarity and information flow. Because then all that other stuff that you do when you create, you know, an event for somebody and you create all that, all the fun stuff for me. And I'm hearing like for you, when the order is there, 
you can go crazy with the other stuff. Yeah. With order, there is ease. With order, there is flow, at least for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I would get curious about my teammates and say, okay, so for you, what is, you know, what's your need that, that like has to be met in order for you to like go on and do other things? Yeah. Cause I know for them, like order is also a big deal. Like that's very high on their list. And from what I've heard, like kind of like this, like efficiency in a way. So almost like stopping to do the calendar. Yeah. The calendar, whatever, like takes away to them for the efficiency part of it. Like, well, I'm in like in a role of doing things. So I just take it, log it in my, in my mind, Rolodex and then ah. keep it moving. And I'm like, okay, so can we think of another like way that you could still like tell yourself you're, you're being efficient. And then I also get this like communication that I so desperately need because I don't, it's a thing for me is I just want to be able to show up for people in the best way. And I don't want to say yes to something or take longer than I'd like to say yes to something because I don't have a piece of the puzzle, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be surprised. Yeah. I have the time to think about, you know, your, your way to get your need for ordered met is, is what I would maybe call systematic and you take time with it. It sounds like this person whose, whose mind is their calendar it is, um, it's like a piece that goes in there, but then all these other, it's kind of like this, this, I can see this creative mind mapping kind of situation going on in their, in their brain. Those two things don't have to be in conflict. And there, as long as there's communication about acknowledging the different ways of, that we think as human beings and that we create as human beings, then uh, we can get all our needs met. All of them. Yeah. It's just so much conversation. <laughs> <laughs> More than I prefer <laughs> some days. That's why you have to have a 30 second dance party in between. Wait, break for 30 second dance party. <laughs> I wish I had better. I made a little bit better music. I don't know what that was. We need like, do not do not okay dance party over every time i sing to you you cringe you sing me songs that are like like no i don't even know how to describe them there's songs i've never heard anywhere in my whole life and i'm like where did you find this Another example um, might be let's take uh, let's let's take you know family because family can be challenging, Oof, right? Yeah. So uh, you know maybe there's uh, there's a need to care for your you know ailing ailing mom or dad like they're getting older. Okay. We're all going to come to this if we're in families, if we have mom and dads, if we have siblings. You don't want to talk about parents getting older. We're, we're going to need to think about like, you know, how, how do we come together to care for our parents in the way that they would want us to? It also meets all these needs of order, efficiency, ease, care, compassion, love. You know, it's a big one. 
Karen, you gonna have me out here crying because I literally cry too many pieces when I think about these things. So I, yes, we do need to have agreement about how we take care for loved ones. And I have seen in my experience too, like firsthand, how um, quickly things can change and how quick, like quickly people's um, like emotions start to um, steer the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We forget the needs and yeah. I, you know, for caregivers out there, which bless you, it's, it's the hardest job I think in, you know, in the world It's just caring for, um, people who need extra, extra assistance and help. It doesn't matter if they're elderly or if they're, um, younger people, the littles, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to be there in someone's world, caring for them and working at their speed or their level of hearing or their level of comprehension takes a lot of energy and care. So just first shout out to the caregivers, like big love, lots of love. Um, So I have one friend who has, who chose to move her mom into her home. And, um, you know, we have in a way, luckily work has been done over zoom. So um, in a way, it, it's been helpful for her the past couple of years that we haven't been doing in-person workshops and trainings. And so she's had the flexibility to be home. And another way, it's like, oh, hold on a second. Got to check on, you know, mom or mom needs to go to the bathroom or, or oh, mom's wandered in and is, is now talking during the training. Um, so <laughs> there's, there's some stuff to <clears throat> work out around there. And then I've had other people who've chosen to put their parents in, in home, whether it's memory care unit or um, assisted living or their own um, independent living. Some people, uh, you know, have some feelings around that, like guilt or regret or sadness. And some people, um, it's working really well. There's no right or wrong with this. Like, it's just a, a space where we want to keep a lot of communication. And I can tell you our needs aren't in conflict. So if <clears throat> I, I want compassion for my parents, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you that my sisters and brother want compassion also. That needs not in conflict. Um, they probably also want safety, love, care, cleanliness, big one. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, fun and play. We all want our parents to have fun and play in their older years. Um, and um, awareness, you know, awareness, like, you know, the, maybe they have certain uh, medicines they have to take or their meals have to be a certain time or did it. So awareness, um, knowledge about, you know, what is, what's important for their health. So health and safety, big ones. All of these aren't in conflict. But the getting there is where it gets sticky. So being able to check in, you know, when we make choices around something, why we're making that choice, not because Karen thinks it's right, but because, oh, you know, I'm hoping to meet the need for this, this, and this. And then I would communicate it to my sisters or my brother and say, so making this choice or, or can you help me make this choice? 
or, you know, I'm thinking, you know, why don't we make this choice? Because it would meet this need. And then we talk about it because maybe they might go, no, we don't want that choice. And here's why, because it doesn't meet my need for. And if we talk at the level of needs, I guarantee you they will get met. Out of just curiosity, like talking at the level of needs when there is a sense of urgency, in my mind seems difficult, right? So like, I guess this could either be like, go check out the Patreon and get the hand, get one way, or um, you maybe be willing to just offer like, hey, what, how? What to keep in mind, I guess, when urgency is out there and maybe it's not as easy to access needs. Yeah, when there's urgency, what I'm hearing is like maybe there's a need for protective use of force. So like if um, all of a sudden your your parent, since we're using that example, um, goes into de decline rather quickly, there might be some choices you have to make before you get a hold of the whole family. Um, so that, you know, you can do that for protective use or protection of this person. And what I'm encouraging you is like, it's not set in stone. So if there's some urgency, you, you set stuff up, like, let's say, you know, something happened to, to my mom and my dad, uh, also, and he couldn't be alone. Um, well, then I would make a choice. Maybe I would go over and stay with him until we could figure out something longer term. And maybe it wouldn't meet my need for, I don't know, privacy or flexibility or something like this for, for myself. And I can meet those needs on my own, as we know here. Ah, uh, yes. With the hope that we think of a strategy that would help them meet meet them long term. Got it. Is that is that helpful with urgency, or did you mean a different kind of urgency? Um. Yes. And I guess sometimes what comes up for me is thinking about. Uh, I think maybe just like the impact afterwards as well. Like if there was like tension or something. And the, this decision's already been made. But I guess I know the answer to that is just communication and talking. So scratch that question. Let's end the podcast right here. <laughs> it is communication. You know, what we think of as urgency, I'd like for us to take a minute and go, is it, is it true? Like, is it true that I'm going to lose a million dollars if I don't make this decision right now? And that'll be, you know, the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, I might lose a million dollars, but is it going to be the end of the world? Is that true? You know, is yeah. it, if I don't, you know, this is what marketing does, right? Sign up for this insurance right now, or you won't get thousand dollars off or um, do this other thing right now. And it's like, well, hold on. I just want us to take a step back from what is urgency and that's why, yeah. you know, as a planner, you start planning things a year, two years, three years ahead of time. Yes. So you can offset that sense of urgency. Now, when it comes to the actual event, are there, is there urgency always, right? Like hundred percent. Something. It's always something. And I'm like, like kind of what you said, like, Hey, when the, when the foundation is already in place, it does make it a little bit easier to like, like, okay thing is happening 
and we're just gonna see what we're gonna do about it. And that's, you know, that's it. Um, it doesn't seem like it's so uh, crazy. Mm -hmm. Maybe afterwards when I reflect back and I'll be like, that shit was wild. But in the <laughs> moment, <laughs> it will be handled in a calm manner. Um, I guess what what I'm thinking about too, when I was thinking about urgency was maybe just, and this is a strategy, but like when I think about older people, like some of the thoughts we have are just kind of like inevitable life cycle things. And so having like already this, uh, these are like agreements in place about it, you know, where it's like, hey, if whatever thing we think is urgent does come up, do we have a baseline of where to start the conversation? Like know where we want it to be so that it isn't like, we never talked about this, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah type scenario. I guess that's what I was thinking. And I just didn't really like know how to communicate that part of it in the moment. Yeah. So really, really understanding that and starting the communication now with, you know, like say your, your teammate, is is vital to when there's a moment and things get really busy well yeah exactly exactly with that like right now things are moving at a pace where we can set some agreements um with what i would consider like ease when things start to move a little bit faster and we need some answers you know quickly so we can make decisions um and whatever speed we want that that is already in place and it's not like a moment of you know frustration still could be with a plan but less likely <laughs> yeah and then there's always feedback so what i do with any we used to have these uh in-person trainings back in the day and um with all in-person trainings whether they're uh two days or nine days the trainers or the trainer team, including the organizer, would have a feedback session. Now, sometimes if it's a nine-day training, we opt to have just kind of a celebration in the morning and then do feedback, you know, after we've rested a week later. Um, but we always have a feedback session. So we can say, you know, this is what worked, this didn't work, um, you know, the celebration morning in NBC as we celebrate, you know, celebrate we had 60 people at this training, yay. We mourn <laughs> that, um, you know, 10 of them got sick and left early or something. And, um, or, or we mourn that out of the 60, we didn't have the diversity of countries, that they were all from the same country or something. And, and then we talk about, you know, how after doing our celebration in the morning, like how we could change that in the future or what we could do to be aware of that at least. Yeah. Yeah. Just like having that kind of recap moment to like look back and see like, hey, like what, um, what are we celebrating? What are we mourning? And then, hey, like how can we kind of just switch it up next year? So maybe whatever we were mourning this year. We're celebrating the next year because we've switched it up. Yeah. And you can do that with any, you know, any event. I mean, take weddings, right? So you learn from every wedding. 
Oh, yes. What works, what doesn't work. <laughs> um, you know, my sister's <laughs> wedding several years back, I think it was 2018, um, her husband has kind of a sense of humor and he made a steel, like literally a steel ball and chain. And he wore that on his waist, <laughs> walking down the aisle in the outdoor wedding. I was really disturbing to my mom. I mean, it was disturbing to me. The the couple, my sister and him, thought it was was funny. But on hindsight, if you do a little feedback, it might be like something to wear afterwards, the reception, but maybe not like walking to do the nuptials kind of thing. Because it yeah. didn't have some needs of the like, you know, mother-in-law or uh father-in-law. <laughs> I'm just like, dang, I can't believe they made that choice. That's wild. <laughs> Not a choice I would make, <laughs> but you know, but it a makes lot, me- A lot of work went into it, really. I mean, it does sound like they put a lot of time into, and energy into creating this like steel thing. Like I'm thinking he probably had to work out to like drag it down the aisle, like real strong, you know, muscles. They maybe had to- practice their uh, facial expressions just in case they saw something they didn't like there's a lot of mental game physical game spiritual game all up in there <laughs> but when you brought up weddings they were like reminded me of one that i was a part of where um the bride was so start i could tell like she was trying to get frustrated like need to release or else she was gonna like talk her shit right um had to do with family being in the bridal party and choosing to show up to things um, not according to the schedule at their kind of own pace. Um, and I remember like thinking, hey, how are you feeling? And she was like, oh, blah, blah. And I was like, so I kind of talked to her for a little bit and I was like, do you want to yell? She's like, I can't yell. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, can't, we can't just yell anywhere. I was like, of course we can. I was like, do you want to? And she was like, kinda. And I was like, all right. Um, you want to just go sit in my car and you can yell? And she was like, okay. <laughs> it's still kind of like, am I allowed to do this? I'm like, yeah, we can do anything we want. Okay. <laughs> so we like go in my car and we're sitting there and she's like, what, what do I do? And I was like, yell as loud as you want. And I'm like, you want me to show you? So I like do this like crazy yell in my car. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I was like, yeah, your turn. <laughs> and she just let out this yell and she did it. We did it for a little bit, like just kind of like sitting there. It wasn't even like super long, maybe like 10, 15 minutes just in the car, yelling, laughing, yelling, laughing, <laughs> talking. And uh -huh. she was like, oh my gosh, I'm really glad like we did this. And I was like, yeah. Like, I just kind of like could tell like you're like really frustrated and need to get it out and probably didn't want to like talk to your bridal party crazy. Maybe you did. I don't know. That's okay too if you wanted to, but <laughs> in the moment it may not have gotten you <laughs> what you actually wanted, you know? Yeah. So it just reminds me of that because like so many different things and weddings are at play. So many different people are involved and mm -hmm. um, finding ways where you can get your need, your needs met and maybe not, not be in disconnection with 
anyone just in the moment, you know? Being available then to to hear other people's needs. That's what it's about, yeah. being available. But since we know needs are not in conflict, only strategies. Yep. Those, I'm gonna say it again, those dang strategies. <laughs> we love them. We need them to get our needs met. And that's where some crazy stuff occurs. Yeah, like if people don't start putting things in this digital calendar, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll have to check back on that next week. Bonus <laughs> episode coming to the Patreon. <laughs> what happened with Cece and her teammate? Right. Cece had a whole meltdown <laughs> over a digital calendar. <laughs> I want to say one note. You're, you're like, I mean, with one, two, three, maybe three years ago, I was so resistant to Google Calendar, to anything electronic. I still had, you know, the, the black day planner for the year and I wrote everything down and I was like super, super resistant to it and just didn't think it would be possible. Now I'm all Calendly, like everything's electronic, you know, push the button to wrap it up. Um, I know that fundamentals has begun. Um, and we don't have any, right. It's like community coaching and, um, like private coaching that's currently available. Correct. That's right. So if your community organization, nonprofit group, uh, wants to learn how to communicate, how to schedule on the electronic calendars, um, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to get some of these systemic things down, uh, you can call me and I'll, I do work with communities. I also love to do uh, 360 degrees feedback. So that's part of the package for any community. Um, coaching, one-on-one, couples, dyads, uh, and conflict resolution. So if you have any conflict, and you need a little bit of help, I do that as well. So just check me out at karenstars.com or networkforenvc.org. And those are the things on the horizon. Woohoo! And we do have Patreon, so you can grab some gratitude um, adventures, I'm going to call them now, because I know we've had some different things, um, <laughs> groundings, bonus episodes of the podcast, and there are some resources there um, from a feelings and needs list to a video list to a book list, just to kind of support you as you're learning um, within your community. All right, sounds good. So I am going to go uh, hit the river. Oh, hold on to your shoes. <laughs> True that. Okay. <laughs> Later. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening.